This is Evangelist Glenda Camara. Welcome to the Secret Place Podcast, a division of Psalms 91 in 1 Ministry. Welcome to Extraordinary Wellness 365 Podcast with me, Lisa Eady, your wellness advocate. This is episode number 12, and our topic today is stress. Did you say, whoo, stress? <laughs> April is actually Stress Awareness Month. So it warrants conversation because, as you know, stress is all around us. Everyone experiences experiences it um, on one occasion or another. Stress can create physical and mental health risk for us. And this is why it is critical to talk about. Some people, as you know, cope with stress in ways that seem unreal because they know how to cope and recover way more effectively and quicker than others in circumstances that many of us may deem unbearable. But it can look like that on either side because it goes back to that statement about you can't measure what's big to one person over somebody else because things really affect each of us differently. The Mental Health Foundation states that when we experience a traumatic event, our body's defenses take effect and create a stress response, which may make us feel a variety of physical symptoms, behave differently, and experience more intense emotions. I can certainly relate to that. In 2004, I was robbed at gunpoint. Shortly after I began experiencing anxiety and debilitating migraines and extreme unhappiness with my job, I started to even notice a bit of hair loss around my hairline. Although I noticed my hairline changing, it would be four years later before the full impact was revealed or even why I was having those issues. The stress of that traumatic experience left the physical symptoms of 90% hair loss. Now, if you know how much hair was on my head, 90% gone was a lot of hair. So essentially it, that stress created for me, you know, that, that huge hair loss, uh, the clustered debilitating migraines. I mean, migraines consecutively for 30 days. And of course the anxiety, you know, the heavy breathing, the you know, the fear of going outside just, just because people, you know, they had my identification. They knew what I looked like, but I didn't know what they looked like. So all of that, you know, came from the stress that I was holding on to and replaying that event in my head. So what exactly is stress? The National Institute of Mental Health defines stress as the way our bodies respond to a challenge or demand such as performance at work or school or church, daily activities, which are considered, you know, routine stress, sudden negative life changes, such as job loss, death, divorce, or illness, or traumatic experiences, such as a robbery, assault, war, car accident, natural disaster. So all of those things um, play a role in how stress can show up in our lives or why stress can show up in our lives. So if it shows up because of those events, then what does it actually do to us? Well, let me first say that not all stress is bad. When we are in danger, stress will prompt our body to prepare to deal with the threat or flee. 
This is where we get the fight or flight response. You know, the feeling of tense muscles, heavy breathing, fast heartbeat. And if you're like me, your armpits start to tingle. But these are all functions targeting survival mode as our response to stress. So we need this type of stress to help us avoid danger and to respond accordingly. Stress overload, though, can lead to chronic stress, which negatively impacts our health. Chronic anything means it's there constantly or often reoccurring. So chronic stress always has the body, you know, uncertain of what it needs to do to function normally. This will then impact our ability to think straight. It can lead to things like strokes, high blood pressure, diabetes, joint pain, heart issues, sleep deprivation, migraines, hair loss, anxiety, constipation, miscarriages, weight gain, drug addiction, and so much more. So much more. So if it can do all of these things, I know none of us want any of these things, at least I don't believe anybody does. So then how do we positively manage the stress? How do we do that? Well, there are many, many ways to manage stress. And again, because people are different, you know, things impact each of us differently. You know, it would be up to personal preference, the tools that we use to help us to manage stress. You know, and I'll sidebar before I go down the list. One of the things that I have found over the years is coloring is a stress manager for me. And the reason that I know this is because I have a coloring book that I've had since 1992. And I periodically would pull that book out. And I hadn't used it over the years. Um, Maybe, I don't know, maybe in about five years I hadn't used it. But since 1992, I've picked it up and used it. Now, it doesn't mean I haven't had stress. It's just that I found other things to either color in or other other means of helping me manage the stress. But I just remembered that that was something that I love to do and I continue to love to color. So that's a benefit for me. But there are other ways to manage it. You first have to recognize that there is stress. Pay attention to the changes in your habits, um, your sleep patterns, your energy, your breathing, emotions, and your thoughts, the thoughts that you have. Because, you know, if you're if you're thinking things such as suicidal thoughts of, or ways of hurting yourself or just thinking, I don't know, anything negative that's really, really out of your norm, that is an observation of you know, recognizing that you are a bit stressed. The Faith Faith Health Connection in conjunction with National Institute of Mental Health offers how we manage stress. So as a believer, once you recognize it, talk to God about it. And if needed, his guidance may lead you to talk with a counselor or therapist or your pastor about, about what you have observed. It is okay to talk to someone else because God supplies all of our needs. And we just know that it is through his strength and grace that it carries us through whatever our issue is, whether we're getting additional help from a therapist or a pastor or whoever, God still is the one who is carrying us through that. But he does have other vessels and ways of getting us the help that we need it, that we need because he provides it for us. 
Another thing to do is to commit to regular spiritual exercise, such as praying and meditating on God's written word, exercise faith and trust in him, and then add some form of physical exercise to help with mood and mental clarity. My experience with spiritual exercise has indeed increased my confidence in God and the benefits afforded to me through Christ Jesus. I wanted to learn to meditate because every time I tried, I found myself um, being still with my eyes closed and reflecting on God's goodness, the scriptures until I would find myself lost in gratefulness. Well, because I didn't think that's what meditation was, you know, you see everybody talking about meditation and you just close your eyes and you get lost in thought and you know, all these things. I didn't think that that's what meditation was. And so I asked God to show me how to meditate and y'all. And yes, I said, y'all as plain as day, I heard this is meditation. When I tell you that thing bless me so that I, mm, that I find myself taking breaks throughout the day now to make time for it because it was just coming to that realization. It just gave new meaning to that process for me, that time with meditating with God. You know, at the time that I was doing it, because that's what I found myself doing I didn't think it was meditating, but God assured me, he let me know that I was on the right path and that was meditation. And so it led me to think about um, the verse that comes out of Isaiah, which is Isaiah 26 and three, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Another thing, renew your mind spiritually and set goals and priorities so that you are not overwhelming yourself with busy work while missing out on completing your priorities and reaching goals. So say, to, say no to new tasks that hinder positive productivity. Always remember, the Holy Spirit is a part of our benefits package as a believer. When we are open to following its promptings, it is to our advantage that we may avoid many of the challenges and demands that were never intended to be ours in the first place. Another way to manage, reach out to friends and loved ones that can offer encouragement and positive reinforcement. Those who can pray with you and talk with you and to remind you of who, who you are, who we are in Christ, because I need it too. Friends and family that can take note of what's happening to either offer help or accept the help at the request of it. For believers, our faith truly serves as the anchor during troubled times. We know this. It has been throughout history that our faith, <laughs> our faith, it has been the anchor. It serves as a constant reminder that trouble comes, but it does not have to trouble us because we can give up our fears and our troubles to God and trust him with it. This is why it is vital to do spiritual exercise so that we not only read the word, but spend time with the Lord, nurture our personal relationship with him so that when our faith is tested, we know exactly where we stand. I know for myself, 
though there are days when I just when it just doesn't seem that easy. That's when it's time to break out God's word and allow the words to wrap us in his peace, his hope, his love and his comfort. My North Carolina pastor taught on rest as the acronym for releasing every stressful trial. If you've listened to the podcast before, you know, I have used that. It is resting, rest, release, releasing every stressful trial. If And so it, it just, when you think about that, releasing every stressful trial, trusting God, you know, it just makes that, that load so much lighter when you have that benefit to use. Now, if you are not familiar on what scriptures to read or to use in tough times, I would first suggest praying and then asking the Holy Spirit to lead you to one. Trust me, it works and it will bless you in ways you have never imagined. There is also a section either in the front or the back of your Bible. Mine is located in the front. It's labeled scripture finder. Choose the topic you need a word on such as stress and it will lead you to that scripture. Now, of course, as we come to a close, I do have our affirmation. And so I chose the affirmation for this week and actually for this month um, to be God. I will trust you that I may have perfect peace by resting in you. I will say it again. Our affirmation for the month for the month. You can say this for yourself for the month and me just carry it with you God I will trust in you that I may have perfect peace by resting in you hallelujah so in observation of um, stress awareness month take the time to recognize the difference between good and bad stress and commit to managing it as you continue your journey into extraordinary wellness 365 heavenly father We thank you for yet again, allowing the opportunity to share. God, I thank you in the mighty name of Jesus that someone be blessed by the hearing of this podcast. God, that each of us will walk away choosing to do our spiritual exercises that we may be empowered, God, to stand firm when this world is throwing all that it can at us. We thank you, God, that your word says that peace has been bequeathed to us. So all we have to do is welcome it. Right now, God, so many have been faced with traumatic change over the last year and a half. And God, we just thank you that none of it has caught you off guard. None of it caught you by surprise. So right now, God, we choose to say thank you. We choose right now, God, to rest in you by releasing every stressful trial in the name of Jesus. Amen. Until next time.